0: Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling today catching up with Professor Jonathan Janssen. This week in his Life Lessons newspaper column, he took aim at education policy pronouncements recently made by the government. One involves downgrading some universities, the other the introduction of African languages in our schools. Prof, you're not happy with these policy pronouncements. What's going on? Good morning
1: i you know i I'm, I'm a student of policy and and what I discovered over the years is that governments develop policies for two reasons: one is sometimes uh, to implement them, but most often to show off that is to uh, what we in academics call uh, you know symbolism uh, it's it's intended to give the impression that you're going to do something without actually doing anything about it and um and i'm afraid in these two cases this is not these are not policy announcements intended to change anything it is intended to make the government look good
0: so it's good politics
1: it's very good politics and um you know and it buys you time and it builds up your credibility or your legitimacy with your stakeholders some of your stakeholders but um uh, it is important to 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 see through these attempts to, to basically mislead the people.
0: If we could look at the two policy pronouncements and the first one of those, the announcement of a restructuring proposal for higher education. What does that mean in practice? What are they trying to do or say that they're trying to do?
1: Okay, what they're trying to do in effect is to give a pathway into higher education for those kinds of institutions that are out of it at the moment, like nursing colleges, like agricultural colleges, like um, private, you know, uh, colleges that want to do higher ed. But what they say in the process is, guess what? Here's our macho response to the crisis in universities. We will downgrade universities if they don't perform to a standard that we set. Now, that of course is absolute nonsense. They will never do that. And the reason I said in the the column is because our universities are creatures of apartheid. They were set up in, uh, and your your province, the Eastern Cape, is a very good example. You have a university on each side of the K, right? Yes. Can you imagine uh, what would happen to any minister if she or he decides to close down Walter Sisulu or close down uh, Fort Hare? Both universities, which have been in trouble, all the time, right? The reason that they can't do that is because the ethnic politics there, the ANC-related ethnic politics, is so powerful that you would rather continue with the empty shell. By the way, when Kader Asma was Minister of Education, he and his department tried to close down <clears throat> what was then called the University of the Trans-Sky. Now you need, to, now, um, what is the Sulu with the merger? And you know what Nelson Mandela told him, who was the president at the time? Nelson Mandela says, if you touch UNITRA, which was an empty shell, there was nothing going on there. If you touch it, I will lead a march on Data. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, politics has the final say in regards to uh, policy decisions, even when it is so Lead the right thing to do, which is to close or downgrade particular universities.
0: Now, the other policy announcement was as far as school subjects from grade four onwards go, as I understand, subjects will be taught in African languages. Is this practical?
1: Well, it's supposed to be taught in African languages from grades one through three. right? And then in grades four, there's supposed to be a shift to to English. Um, the, The reason it hardly happens as planned in the foundation phase, that is in the first three years, four years, uh, is that the, the teachers don't have the competence and the confidence to teach in the African languages, right? Imagine from grade four to matric, teaching the different subjects, mathematics, physical science, history, languages, uh, um, uh, and languages, uh, geography, and so on, in the African languages. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it is wonderful to give... Uh, um, uh, you know, recognition mm. to, to neglected languages, but I'm also a realist. You know, I was just where the hell are these teachers going to come from? We hardly have graduates from teacher education uh, 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 faculties at our universities in the African language. We hardly have any. The other problem, as I said in the column, is the problem isn't languages. In other words, the department would like you to believe that if only we Zulu or Setsuana and so on, the language, the, the performance of children academically will m- improve. That's nonsense. We have good research to show that regardless of the language of teaching, of instruction, students still fail. Why? Because you don't have enough teachers who, A, know the subject, and B, know it well enough to teach it competently. So the problem is not languages. And even if it was simply a case of cultural restoration for neglected languages, which again, I think is a good thing. Um as a practical matter, it will not improve the uh, the performance of children on the one hand. On the other hand, we don't have enough teachers to do that anyway in our public schools.
0: Quoting from your column, you say, show me one minister in the cabinet whose child or grandchild is in a school where the African languages are taught through high school. How many are there?
1: Zero. And, and there's the hypocrisy right there, right? Yeah. So, and and that explains my my um, my criticism that this is uh, showboating. This is uh, showcasing a particular political position, which you yourself will not subject your children to.
0: <laughs> Prof, and where do we go from here? These education policy pronouncements are they law yet? Are they likely to become law, or is it just the grandstanding that you mentioned at the outro? Well, the the one that
1: uh, on languages it will never become. Uh, you know formal policy, it might, even if it exists on paper, it's never going to ever uh, see the light of day in practice. They might pilot it in schools in the Eastern Cape, for example, but it cannot be rolled out into all the provinces in all the official languages, so forget about that. On the, um, on the question of uh, uh, um, the downgrading of universities as part of the higher proposal, again, that might He's, he's working very hard to get out of Vaal. It has a great leadership team at the moment under Professor Mashlungu. So, but they, as you know, they constantly in the courts, constantly having interference by some of those criminals in, in the uh, ANC governance. Um, but you can't shut them down. I mean, hey, your premier was implicated, right, or he's implicated in uh, in a degree scandal at Fort Hare. Your Eastern Cape Premier, because he was registered knowingly for a degree in which he did not have the qualifications to be registered. You think they're going to shut down Fort Air yeah, because of that? They can't even shut him down. So uh, no, um, and that was my whole point. You know, let's just be real here. Let's just be honest. Um, but especially in provinces like the Eastern Cape, uh, where the ANC politics is really dependent on a large province like that, look, look at, look at, look at. Uh, uh, KZN was in the town. Here is a woman who uh, has been charged with a long list, you know, of, of potential criminal activities, and yet she's put forward by, by the ANC for major leadership position in the province. My point simply is there's a reason that in, in French, and for the French, the word politics and
0: policy is the same word. Professor Jonathan Janssen, it's been a pleasure as always. Have a good day. We appreciate you joining us on that weekend feeling today. Thank you. That was that weekend feeling with Darren Mann.